on gelatinous cube talk. Um, oh, hey, welcome back. This is the Wednesday Morning Surf Report. I'm one of your hosts, Rick Larson, and with me, as always, is our other host, Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how do, how's things going? Um, just getting into the Yuletide spirit, right? That's, that's the way to do it, yep. It's good, good a good time for that. Uh, coming up right around the corner. Um, oh, I have a, uh, a special announcement this week. We closed out the voting um, on the uh, tallest guest of the year uh, voting this week uh, on Twitter. So, um, surprise upset by uh, Gretchen Larson, my wife. She did say she was 6'7". Yeah, a lot of people voted for, uh, for her. So... Um, I told her the, uh, the if she won, I was going to make the prize be the Apple watches that we got each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was, but that was only if she won. If somebody else won, then it was going to be like a cake or, or something small. But now that that news is is out of the way, people who um, still continue to tune in, we have some amazing guests this week, um, as I would say, as we always do. But this this week, uh, all the more so. Um, our first guest is an improviser and a comedian, also a very tall person. But we'll have to put him in the running for next year. Um, I never had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Chell Hernandez. Hi, everybody. I'm Chell Hernandez. Hi. Hey. So what's a what's a fact about you that the world should know? Um, on the way here, uh, in traffic. Uh, I was touching jalapenos while eating pho, and then I touched my eye. Oh! And I was crying most of the time driving here. Oh, I, yeah, that will do it. Will do it. <laughs> so that's what I want people right. to know about me. My son was just telling us he did that with a ghost pepper. Oh no! And it really hurt. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> yeah. And the worst is too is when you when you make something with a lot of them. And then you're done, and you wash your hands like six times, mm -hmm. and you think it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then you you touch your face or go to the bathroom and realize, <laughs> oh, really nope, leaves. it's it's yeah, it's it's gonna take more than that. <laughs> so, you know, been there. And uh, seated next to Chell, we have some more guests. Um, our next guest is another improviser. Um, we're going to hear that word a lot <laughs> this week. Um, this is Jackie Arend. Uh, hey, I'm Jackie Arend. Um, uh, so I'll go on with a fun fact about oh, myself yeah, since yeah. I know that's coming. Yes, yep. <laughs> you called it. Um, the first fan letter I ever wrote as a little girl was to Bruce Willis. Uh, oh. when, he was on, <laughs> when he was on Moonlighting. Oh, I was, so I, was like, I was a huge fan. I was going to say Moonlighting as yeah. my joke answer, but I, I yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was really young. I actually, thinking back about, on it, it's, it's surprising to me that uh, I was motivated by the fan letter. But I did get a autographed picture nice. back in the oh, mail. That's yeah. awesome. And it was yeah. on my wall for many years until I lost it eventually. Oh. I didn't, now it's just yeah. not a memory. I didn't watch it very faithfully, but I do remember really being into when they would break the fourth wall. Like, oh yeah, kid, you know really I watched it a lot me. when I was a kid, but I just uh -huh. don't really have a lot of recollection. Yeah, that's about it. All, yeah. pretty much all I remember. Yeah, yeah. 
It was, it was him and it was Sybil Shepherd. That's, yeah. that's about it. And sometimes they would talk to the camera. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So there uh, you have it. Yeah. And last but not least, our third guest in the studio this week is, um, as I said, also an improviser and a good friend of the show, as they all have been, uh, Sam Haldeman. Hey, hey, I'm Sam Haldeman. And uh, let's see. I, I'm still trying to think of a fun fact, but uh, the only thing that the, the kind of was jumping out at me as we were talking before we started uh, was uh, was when you had mentioned that your daughter wanted to get some ice cream and you knew your son didn't like that flavor. Uh, and mm. speaking of Christmas, that reminds me of uh, when I kind of first figured out that there wasn't a Santa Claus. And uh, so when uh, when we went to the store, my mom took me and my brother to the store to uh, to get cookies for Santa. Well, I knew she didn't like Fig Newtons, so I said, "Let's get some Fig Newtons so I could prove that, that Santa wouldn't eat them." Oh. <laughs> but of course, being as young as I was, I didn't really just take into account that she's just going to toss them or like take a bite out of it and make it look like Santa oh, ate yeah, some. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't really prove anything, but I knew at that point. So yeah, there's Skeptical there's my, from a there's young my age. fact. That's, that's, funny. that's funny. I had. An experience where I, because I have a younger brother, that um, I stopped believing, but then they were like, well, you have to pretend for your brother because he's still little. And so I did, and then I kind of talked myself back into it a little bit. <laughs> you went back into the I matrix. Kind of, I kind of half believed for like a year or two after that. I, was like, I wish they did have adult Santa, you know? I mean, I think yeah, that... Uh-huh. that we don't give ourselves anything to believe in. So for me, it's like Christmas kind of blows every year. So you're saying like we need to have some sort of Santa-like figure that yeah, we as adults can continue to believe in? <laughs> exactly. I mean, we could know that it's not we real. Can, we can be that for time. our spouses. You could just write friends. a letter to Kenny Rogers every year. Yeah, just pick your own Santa. <laughs> just, just, tell him, yeah. Yeah. just write a letter to Bruce Willis and tell, yeah, him, there you go. <laughs> tell him what you've been up to for Dear the last Bruce, year. I picked you this year to be I my think, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think that should be a thing that we <laughs> we all do. We write a fan right. letter to somebody right. and make them right. our yeah. Santa. Them for Santa. Them. I, I yeah. think it should be Bruce I will, Willis. I yeah. will get on board with that. I yeah. would do it just to <laughs> just to do it. What the hell? Bruce Willis would make a great uh, a great Santa for for adults because he's I, I I I mean I don't know the guy obviously but I would assume that he's fairly honest. Yeah. He seems yeah. like a straightforward kind of honest guy. I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you like his character from the movies? Would that be a Santa, or would it be like the real Bruce? No, the real Bruce Willis. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Willis, care of Hollywood, California. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. (laughs) Speaking of Bruce Willis, I put on Die Hard last night to fall asleep to. I like to watch a movie before I go to bed. That's a holiday movie. I know. Well, that's the the fact that you mentioned Bruce Willis. And it's a nice, sedate... Quiet. Yeah. Movie. Not a lot of stuff blowing yeah, up no or people yelling. Or... Well, nothing for the first half hour or so. That's there's so no, there's no uh, evil Alan Rickman. Yeah. Keep you away. Yeah. No. No late, late in the movie explosions that are gonna wake you up after you've just fallen asleep. <laughs> so. Well, what do you think? Should we answer a question? Yeah. So we. Let, let's oh. do it. I. Uh... I need to fix something here. Okay. So we're going to do a little stop here. Thanks for buttoning my pants.
it's better than a Rad I have heard, Four. Yeah, I have, I mean, I have heard people Rad hate Ford. on them a lot. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm a big fan of early Ford automobiles. So sure. at first I was like, oh, neat, but then I was like, uh. How long were you like, oh, neat for? Maybe like the first time I saw it, oh. and then the more I saw them, I was like, well, they became really popular. I think when they first came out, then everyone had to get one because they were so different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right. You ever see those PT cruisers that were just the wheels were out? Ready? We're back. Oh, hey. right. We have that PT okay. Cruiser stuff on. Uh, oh, good. good. That was live. Oh, so. Captured all. Uh, captured. Oh, we wanted yeah. to capture oh, that no. moment. No, no, the PT Cruisers are coming after me because yeah. of my opinions. You no, it's a, that's a very popular opinion. Yeah. I'm mean, yeah. always like um, listening to people who don't know that I owned one for a long time. Yeah. I think. It's the longest we've owned a car is that PT Cruiser. Will you cut out whatever I said about yeah. PT Cruiser? Because that wasn't in my on-air case. Sure. Okay. <laughs> that could be a potential employer <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah. We'll bleep it out. He's, he's looking to get a job with PT Barnum. He doesn't know that they're not the same thing. So. What do you enjoy about my circus? Well, sometimes they're manual. Sometimes they're automatic. <laughs> There's a lot of... Uh, they're easy to get in and out of, so they're... they're they're really popular with old people, and that's <laughs> tea cruisers and circuses. So <laughs> we we hit on the uh, the target demographic. Yes. They carry a lot of elephants around across the country. Well, that's just circuses. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll have Chell pick our question. All right, and read it to the audience. What's the deal with turquoise? Oh, okay. uh, what is the deal with turquoise? It's a, a very popular rock here in Scottsdale. Mm. Well, oh. we're not in Scottsdale right now, but we're uh, pretty adjacent <laughs> to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are we supposed to be talking about the the, the ge geological aspect of the, tur the sure. turquoise, or the or just the color? Or whatever yeah. emotion or the it culture, evokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Memories. We're, we're going to cover it all. So, okay. Well, can, yeah. can we talk about how yeah. turquoise makes us? Uh, think of tortoises. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, a phonetic similarity. Yeah. I wish it would pick a side. You know, it's like two colors. It's like blue and green. Why can't it be yeah. just one instead of mixing it up? Sometimes, mm. just like people in life, sometimes, you know, you're just forging your own path. You're your own person. You're. Mm -hmm. It seems a little anything. restricting. Because what it sounds like to me is that Chell only prefers primary colors mm -hmm. and uh, is not open to the, yeah, com yeah. the combining the, the, of colors in various ratios to mm -hmm. make other colors the, yeah. in the secondary wheel. Not in my room. Or the entire the entirety <laughs> of the millions of colors that are available through the hexadecimal. Hey, I'm just talking system. about turquoise right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because um, blue green, I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. It's like it gives respect to its parents, but turquoise just totally. It's just like this is what I am. No, oh, I'm. So I'm it's, I, it's pretending yeah. to be its own color, but it's yeah. really just. But just it's a but it's a color of. built by nature, though. I mean, nobody uh, had any control over turquoise. No. Except for nature and evolution. Of time, right? Okay, then I have yeah. trouble with the guy who named it because that's. <laughs> I don't blame nature. He was thinking guy. about tortoises at the time. <laughs> he was like, culture. "There's not enough QUs in the yeah. English words." 
<laughs> they were about to get rid of it out of the alphabet yeah. until some guy was like, turquoise, that's a thing. That's a thing, yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about it, in the Hispanic culture, you use both your mother's and uh, father's last name. So oh, okay. My full name would be Chel Hernandez Zendejas. Uh-huh. That's why I like blue green because it respects both blue and green. It, it has both of the. Yeah, okay. right, I gotcha. So who is the mother and who is the father in blue green? Uh, the father would be blue because the uh, father's name's first, and then green would be the the mother. Okay, but in in the color scheme of things, mm-hmm. would you still say just because blue's first, do you think blue is is more masculine than green? Is there, I would say yeah. Is there a such color as green blue? I don't yes, know. there is. I don't, sure, okay. It depends on. Um, opened it, its it, boxes. It box it I was gonna say. Is, is it <laughs> yeah, it depends yeah. on the the. I mean, it depends on what spectrum it falls. If it's more towards the blue side with the green, mm-hmm. then it's blue green. If it's more towards the green side, then it's green blue. Oh, mm-hmm. so turquoise is like a fifty-fifty, where a blue green would be more blue than green. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From what I recall, from oh. having worked with crayons at an earlier age in life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I disagree with you, and I will touch you with my jalapeno hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of your jalapeno hands. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> I think that was that was before the show, so people don't know. When I touched a jalapeno. No, he said that during his fact. Was it during, that was yeah. your fact? Okay. Yeah. okay. All right, I'm not good with time. No, people are so. around Okay, good, good. <laughs> people are think. I just have jalapeno. Was it a blue jalapeno or a green jalapeno? It was a green jalapeno. Okay. Oh, so it was feminine? Yes. <laughs> That's why it made me cry. When I, uh, when I think of turquoise, uh, I actually think of... It reminds me of Sedona. Because um, it seems like you go to those small towns and there's always mm-hmm. those turquoise uh, necklaces and things. And you can go oh, to yeah, all yeah. of them too. Whatever. But it always makes me think of uh, actually Sedona. Always. Because I'm always thinking... Of turquoise, you know, because it's on my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> until today, I've never thought of the word turquoise. Okay, let's be honest. Uh, but since since we're using that, um, no, this is real. Time. No, it just reminds yeah. me of, of one of the first times I ever went to Sedona. Um, I was I don't know, probably like well, not the first time because I went there a lot when I was young, but uh, as an adult, okay. so I was probably like eighteen or nineteen. I went up there by myself, and um, uh, I remember going to like a head shop up there, and I bought my first one hitter. Okay, I was going to make a joke about that's why you went to Sedona. <laughs> I didn't go up there. And then for that, that was literally the reason that you went there. No, I didn't, okay. well, and, and I didn't go up there intending to do that. Uh, uh, I'm like, oh, I got to go to a head shop. Let's go to Sedona. Yeah. When there was probably plenty here, but, uh, but that's uh, that was where I bought my first one hitter. Was it, it was turquoise? It was not. No, <laughs> it was wooden, and it had the the kind of top where you twist it, and then oh, it has the spring you, pop. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you put, put your you know, stuff in tap there, it in the yeah. other end. Um, but so the, it was like uh, a tiny, like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my friend, uh, I won't say his name actually. I was gonna, but we'll keep yeah. it. And, then and we're talking it. about tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Just, so. just if there's um, anything but, you want to say, but you need it censored, just make a dolphin noise, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we'll either we'll either edit a dolphin noise in or forget to do that, and it's already there. So I wish I would have known about this when we were talking about PT Cruz. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, he took it to a concert and uh, oh. and got all of his all, all the stuff he had confiscated. So I lost it. So that was a sad oh, moment. Man. Oh. It's a sad day when your tobacco gets taken. Exactly, from you. and I love tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, you both lost something important to you. Your first 
Um, you, your first one hitter, and you, your first picture of Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh yeah, and both just, of those things were yeah. supposed to be a joke, but actually yeah. did. That. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, and those oh, objects I'm... probably exist somewhere out there. Someone has that Bruce Willis photo, yeah. right? Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I can't see why I would have thrown it away. I wouldn't get rid of Bruce. <laughs> you think your parents got rid of it? Maybe, maybe. My mom always thought that I was... Was it like one of those glossy 8 by 10s and Yeah. Stuff? Yep. Okay. It was black and white, and he was... Yeah, he was sitting in a chair with his leg up, and... I don't... He may have had a cigarette, actually. Shirt on or off? No, he was wearing a, ja- a suit jacket. Okay. And he had a tie, but it was untied. Okay. But what did your <laughs> it was mom... very casual, Bruce. No, yeah. <laughs> what did your mom always think about Bruce, then? You were about to say, your mom always thought... Oh, my mom always thought I was boy crazy a little early in life, so... Huh. Yeah, oh, so it's okay. possible that she... That, Sure. Then maybe she got rid of it. Bruce Willis had had that effect on a lot of a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, anybody else ever send away for or pay for a glossy eight by ten photo of a celebrity? I have. <laughs> you have. Who was your celebrity? My celebrity was. Oh my god! I'm blanking on her last name. Her first name was Dolores, and I want to say Dolores Fuller, but. This is going to be the Mount Rushmore thing all over again, except nobody is going to know this. But uh, she was a B-movie actress in the 50s, mm-hmm. and she was Ed Wood's first wife. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. And uh, so she, the picture of her that I, it was at a comic book convention, I, I bought it. I was probably 18, and she's wearing like an Angora sweater, because that was Ed Wood's thing. It was a picture of her from like 1958. And after they divorced, she went on to write songs for Elvis Presley oh, wow. huh. yeah, yeah I, I didn't write any celebrities but um, when I was a little kid I, there was an episode of Different Strokes that um, I think Nancy Reagan was it was like some anti-drug episode of Different oh, yeah. Strokes yeah. For there, I think. yeah and I wrote I guess I wrote Nancy Reagan because I still have this letter that she sent back like thanking me and how like mm-hmm. kids should not take drugs so <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's your eight by ten. Is of Mrs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reagan. <laughs> yeah, look at look at you uh, uh, I, contributing to the war. I know. I, I'm assuming a lot here, but I really want this to be true. That you wrote her on some completely different topic, and she just <laughs> brought it back around to kids should not do drugs. <laughs> I have an eight by ten. I never wrote anybody for it, but my uncle, he's an actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. And one time for Christmas, that was actually his Christmas gift to me. Oh, was that's signed pretty by Tom. That's either like a super amazing thing or a super terrible thing. <laughs> I'm going to go with amazing. Yeah, I like me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I remember opening that and being like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if that's a move that I could get away with, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try. For a white elephant gift, a uh-huh. different group of friends, that's what I did once. I did a oh, side yeah. by 10 of myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a built-in win. It is. <laughs> so the topic was turquoise. The topic was turquoise. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, yeah. It's a southwestern thing. Yeah, definitely yeah. southwestern thing. See that jeweler? They always think southwest. It's always on bolo ties. 
<laughs> That's true, yeah. The official yeah. neckwear of Arizona. Yeah. Is a bolo tie. yeah. And the yeah. official stone of bolo tie is turquoise. <laughs> yep. Or scorpion encased in amber. <laughs> that's, that's the second I'm just one. glad there's no such thing as blood turquoise. <laughs> you know, blood turquoise? Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, like a blood diamond? Yeah, yeah, like a dangerous, yeah, thank, like turquoise oh, is very dangerous Thankfully to get. it's not yeah. worth that much, right? Yeah. That, uh, have, have you guys seen the movie Spy with Melissa McCarthy? It mm-hmm. is Melissa no. McCarthy, right? It is, but I have not yet seen it. Oh, yeah. I've we watched it. I liked yeah. it. I think Sam was, uh, thought it was better than what he expected. Yeah. No, I was going in with the worst... Imaginable yeah. hour and a half I could spend. <laughs> the the tra- yeah, I, I yeah. just had the same thing happen with um, with the movie Sisters that the trailer makes it look really awful. Oh right, yeah. Then you go and see it, and it's actually. Oh, did you did see Sisters? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was good. On yeah. Star Wars weekend. Yeah, I went oh. Friday to see Sisters, <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> and uh, I did end up going Saturday night to see Star Wars. But they use their Sisters yeah, my again. Son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to go, I will totally watch yeah. it again. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. that, that you'd watch it again is a good sign. Yeah. I felt that way about uh, what is it? The Heat with uh, Melissa McCarthy. And oh, and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I yeah. was all like, this is gonna be really bad. Right. Is that oh, a theme yeah. for her movies? Is just Melissa McCarthy. I'm gonna expect movie? the worst. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. I think yeah. so. I saw that one where she's like that real. She's like, goes on some weird road trip. Oh, with uh, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, that yeah. one. I did not. I've, I've, I've heard that one is legitimately the worst. Yeah, I <laughs> like. It was one of those movies where I just sitting there silent the whole time. Like I tried to laugh, but I only got halfway there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she. I do think she's a funny person, but uh, yeah. that one wasn't so great. Yeah. I saw that one. I thought it was. It was okay. The reason why I brought up Spy anyway was because uh, <laughs> there was an exchange of, uh, of weapons, um, a mass weapon, and uh, the, the exchange was a, a briefcase full of diamonds, and um, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, mm-hmm. but let's just say it's really hard to see a, a briefcase full of diamonds open up and, uh, and disperse into water. Because you can imagine how many, how much money was probably <laughs> oh, I gotcha. in there with gotcha. all those yeah. diamonds, and then it's yeah. like snowing diamonds into the water. Anyway, maybe it's just me. Wait, do you say the diamonds <laughs> turned into water? That's where I no, they, that's she what I was visually into no, the water. That's the I was opened up, that and the diamonds oh. like spilled out, and then they just yeah. rained down into because they were over water. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and, I was, I thought, and I was thinking, and I'm still obviously still not over it. <laughs> how are they going to retrieve all those diamonds? That's yeah. a lot of money. That's, that's the that's the genesis of part two. Yeah, or <laughs> or the moment where I need to remind myself it's just a movie. Yeah, that take that a little of the anxiety be, off. That me. might be the the thing there, but that is true though that. Uh, like the briefcase is kind of the standard measurement of diamonds. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to buy two briefcases full of diamonds. Or, or of any sort of illegal exchange. Yeah, the briefcase yeah. is the currency. Well, it depends on how much. Because if it's a small amount of diamonds, you can go for the pouch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Velvet if it's pouch. A ton, then, it's the, then it's the briefcase. Yeah. yeah. But if you're in Ireland, you can go for a pot of. Or if you were if you were really trying to be secretive, maybe you could put a bunch of diamonds into one of those bags with the dollar sign stenciled on it. <laughs> and people would be people like, just think it's yeah. money. Just like, oh, that's, like, oh, just, that's money. just money. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's actually now it's making me think of in Goonies at the end when they have the pouch of the jewels and like how it just saves the day because yeah, that yeah. one pouch of jewels was worth all their houses. <laughs> um, and now they could all stay in Astoria. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite aspects of the movie Fargo, which I actually have many. There are lots of little moments in that that I love, but one of them is that he he spoiler alert. Um, I was I'm not going to ruin Star Wars, but I am going to spoil Fargo. <laughs> um, he like gets, he ends up with a lot more money than he was expecting to get for the Steve Buscemi character. So he, instead of sharing it with his partner, he goes and buries it in the snow, and then goes and gets killed. And so like nobody in the movie who's still alive has any idea that this money is out there, yeah. and it's just buried in the snow yeah, by it's a fence somewhere. Buried in the snow, yeah. so you know, summertime, somebody will really find it. Oh yeah, yeah. with money signs on them. Well, has anyone seen the Fargo television show yet? No. Okay. Well, maybe I should not spoil that because that is <laughs> yeah. actually from this century. <laughs> but, um, oh, that's also recommended. So. Yeah, I've heard a lot of yeah. good things about it. I'll watch it, yeah. Fargo. I'll watch that. Have you guys seen Mr. Robot? I like that show a lot. I haven't. Mm. Is that a On new USA? show? It's relatively new. Yeah. I think it was this year. What's the premise? Uh, he is, during the day, he works for a computer. And at security. night, he is a, he's a little girl. In a robot body. <laughs> is that a small wonder? wonder? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. It's basically the dark, gritty reboot of Small Wonder. <laughs> you know, when you said at night, I was like, oh, she's seen this show. In a little girl robot. Uh, she hasn't seen this show. No. But is it. It's really good. It's good. Uh, I really oh. like it. It's yeah. just about the man fighting the man with mm. your computer hacking powers. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now that I have to put it on the list, one running theme of this show has been, "Hey, has anybody seen this movie?" And usually, no, no more than fifty percent have seen, seen anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we go for big ones too. Like, I think somebody hadn't seen ET. That was me. Oh, yeah, wow. Jeff hasn't seen ET. Yeah, well, so I'm holding out it's, for my deathbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gotta just gonna say, say that you one. wouldn't want to watch that unless you're already sad. Yeah, at uh, your funeral, you're gonna play it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your body. We <laughs> <laughs> could change the name of the podcast to "Have you seen this?" Yeah, <laughs> that, have yeah. you seen this? Nope. No, <laughs> no, but I've heard it's good. <laughs> I like the idea of um, a guy putting money signs on bags. Um, going back to that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no. I think that's a, a I, but I classic just, premise. I wonder why he just did that to the because maybe he had so many bags that he had to separate them somehow. Oh, yeah. so there's like bags of poop. He dropped poop on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. It was mostly, <laughs> this is this is where emojis came from. This is where emojis yeah. came from. He's like, what am I gonna do with this with this pile of Puerto Rican flags? Oh, I better draw a Puerto Rican flag on the outside. <laughs> His bag collection got got digitized and turned into emojis. I just wanted to see his uh, bag of happy faces. Yeah. <laughs> his, his bag of joy tears. <laughs> Which normally you don't keep in a bag. You keep them in a briefcase. His bag, <laughs> his bag of keeping it a hundred. Yes. <laughs> so turquoise. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> is a thing, yeah. Have you ever had a turquoise given to you as a gift? 
I have, I think, as a kid. I think probably when we first moved to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Was, like That was like the thing. And I remember we used to... Um, we used to send a lot of cactus things and southwestern stuff back to my aunt in Illinois. And so I imagine like she had the one southwestern how and probably by southwestern theme she probably had like six things. <laughs> like maybe a coca pelli and a cactus and and a turquoise. But I one time got one of those things <clears throat> where you could like grow cactus. Oh sure. Um, and it has, and it comes like with its own, like what what it calls a, a, a what are they called, green rooms or mm-hmm. nursery, greenhouse, greenhouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it came packaged in its own greenhouse, um, but I was never able to get anything to grow. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. Yeah, and cactuses are supposed to be. We did the same thing with sea monkeys. Mm. Never got the sea monkeys to grow. Yeah. And then I found out as an adult that the guy who invented those, like, started that whole comic book like scam stuff on the back of comic book ad company mm. was like a major neo-nazi oh mm. and so i every i think of that every time i see like the sea monkey picture now it's like mm. oh they're so cute but they're so white supremacist too. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense all oh. the sea monkeys were white in the pictures yeah. that's true that's true yeah that's yeah, unfortunate kind of pinkish. That the sea monkeys have to be classified yeah. by yeah. their creator they were mean. doing they were doing like stereotypically white people stuff too like I think there was a sea monkey Whole Foods in the background and (laughs) they all had their little sea monkey sweaters tied around their necks their sea monkey tennis rackets yes (laughs) sea monkey golden birthdays very preppy very preppy sea monkeys did you ever get sea monkeys Sam? I've never had sea monkeys no what was the weirdest gift you ever got? Uh, I don't know um, I think probably it wasn't necessarily that it was a weird gift, but like it didn't make sense to me. But I had a girlfriend in high school who once bought me um, a huge stuffed animal of Sebastian the crab. <laughs> and if I had been like, "Hey, I'm a Big Little Mermaid fan," <laughs> this is a great gift. Um, but it was like one of those ones that's as big as a pillow. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why did I get this? It's weird. Um, so that was kind of a Did, weird gift. Were you really into Calypso music? <laughs> uh, were you into Bobby McFerrin? I don't think there was anything I ever said to her that, that would make her think I'm a big stuff Always fan. playing your Harry Belafonte CDs in the car. <laughs> Did you have to play it off like you liked it? Of course. <laughs> you had it on your bed for how long before it was gone? Until, well, until I broke up with her like a week later for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's how you broke up. Sam, you wanted to talk to me. <laughs> Yeah, you remember that crab you got me? Yeah. Oh, I would have rather had a different type. What Actually, he was. what he did is he sat her down for the talk, and then he held the crab up like a puppet. And he's like, Sebastian has something he wants to tell you. You got to break up with the girl. Don't you know you got to see other people? <laughs> It probably was something that she already had. And she was just like, I can do without this. So I yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She didn't nickname you like crabs. <laughs> had, had she recently gone to the fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she could have got it at the Maybe. fair. She wanted it at the fair. No, but she actually, uh, it, she did take me to go see um, 
uh, Weird Al Yankovic at the fair. So oh, in retrospect, that was a good gift that she okay. gave. Okay, that was yeah, that yeah. was good. That was good. It just seems like it started off with the Weird Al tickets, and then it ended with like the. Big yeah, crab. I think I think oh. that was first. So maybe it was maybe she knew it was over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it was her way to break up with you without having to feel responsible. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, you've been yeah. had. Drive, <laughs> drive a wedge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it like soft and plushy, or was it one of those no, fair hard. ones that was like hard as a rock? Oh, and yeah. and it has the gigantic scratchy. like foam balls in it. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that's a fair um, yeah. animal yeah. right there. I, think, yeah. I don't know if it was it had giant foam in it or not, but the like well, like the shell was still kind of hard. And oh, it was thick. a hard plastic shell, not a. No, no, it was it was still soft. It was still felt okay. or whatever, um, mm. but it was still just really hard. So it wasn't mm. like I'm gonna snuggle with this, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. No, uh, yeah. I think uh, maybe. Was her family? Did her family own a carnival? That's a possibility. <clears throat> was uh, she a carny, Sam? Did she have all her teeth? Was she growing a beard? She had. Uh, she had crab was, hands. Was she? Was she a, t- a tilt a whirl? Oh man, that would have killed <laughs> if I had gotten the words right. <laughs> it would have killed. Hey, was she a tilt a whirl? Huh? <laughs> it would have been perfect if that's how she was trying to tell you she gave you an STD. Oh, There's like different <laughs> stuff. Oh, <laughs> I think yeah, I think that if Sam had been at a different point in his life, different age, maybe uh, yeah, maybe we'd be a little concerned. Yeah. <laughs> and then she came back the next week with a snake. <laughs> I don't know what a snake would represent. Am I missing it? Because I'm a girl. Oh, oh. How does a snake represent herpes? Because the root word of herpes is her, but. The same oh, a herpetologist studies so snakes. Uh, you know, to be and really smart. It, <laughs> in a microwave. A microwave. Oh my god! <laughs> I gotta sound real smart with this story. So if you put a, if you put a snake in a microwave, is that where we're going? <laughs> It'll turn into her uh, herpes It'll virus. Give, it'll give your microwave herpes. <laughs> and then anything you cook in your microwave. You put a bowl. Yeah, if you put a bowl of herpes in the microwave, it'll turn into a snake. Wow! Yeah. Really set this to this snake. <laughs> it's, a, it's a setting on a lot of old microwaves. There's popcorn, herpes, the snake, and yeah, the snake. What do you think the, uh, the f- <laughs> what do you think the future has in store for microwave technology? <laughs> Just curious. I mean, you know, uh, Back to the Future uh, Two when they went mm. to 2015, it was. I mean, things were done. I don't know why I have to do that, but a hydrator, yeah. Yeah, was. it was a rehydrator. Oh no! Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Everything came to you. Uh, Deep fried, uh, deep fried, dehydrated, <laughs> uh, freeze dried. Because it was like small little pizza, and then it was done. Yeah. And it was like giant. But I don't think it's the microwave that's going to change. I think it's the product that goes into it. Because like, I mean, it, it, as food gets better prepared and packaged and stuff like that, you're going to mm-hmm. have fresher stuff still. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it'll still take long to cook, and things won't change in that way. But you know, it's no longer like those nasty ice blocks of mashed potato it's now mm. like real real er potato at least yeah. Yeah. yeah man I used to eat those hungry mans when I was in high school all the time and it was always the cruddy brownie that you'd get at the end with yeah. The, yeah. yeah the kind of edible corn yeah those mashed potatoes were literally the worst but yeah the <laughs> 
the corn would always be like rock hard, mm-hmm. like bullets. Yeah. See, I don't mind uh, some of this stuff nowadays because I take because I have to take my lunch to work. There's nothing around there to eat, so mm-hmm. I end up uh, usually I, I try to take healthy stuff, but every, every once in a while I have to take you know like a, a packaged frozen dinner or whatever. And like I usually get um, um, what do you call it? the chilies? I don't know if you've ever had oh, chilies yeah, food. Yeah. Um, they're a little like they're on the spicy side, so if you like spicy, they're good. Um, but they're actually really good because I remember eating some of that stuff when I was younger and just be like, "Ugh, it's putrid," you know. But mm. um, some of those meals are really good now. I like the pot pies. I like the Trader Joe's stuff. I think they package really good stuff. If I ever do mm-hmm. microwave stuff, I'll get it from Trader Joe's. I like their stuff a lot. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I remember years ago the rule used to be, like. The better it looked, the worse it was going to be. Like, if it was something you would order in a restaurant, the microwave version was going to be just disgusting. But it'd be like, oh, well, they can't mess up macaroni and cheese. And that was usually good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least, maybe maybe it was just expectations were so much lower that I'm like, oh, this doesn't taste like dog food. Mm. <laughs> but... Yeah, the food quality has gotten better. Well, it seems in the past. yeah, I mean, I remember TV dinners when they were all in foil. It was like all aluminum, and you'd yeah. have to peel back just like, the, just the, the the aluminum over like maybe one or two of the trays. Yeah, things. yeah. Um, and it was often like frozen peas and corn. It was aluminum. You put that in the microwave. <clears throat> No, this oh, was this was, I guess this was before <laughs> when oven. TV dinners were of only oven ready. Oh wow! Yeah, that was a thing. Oh wow! I just remember Way that before. plastic film. That plastic film oh, yeah. you had to do. Well, yeah, you still have to poke, poke, poke it with a fork. Have you ever gotten anything where you're like, oh, I'm gonna take this to to work and have it at lunch, and then you'd op- you're reading the back of the box, and it's like, cook for eight minutes. Oh, like, who do you think I am? <laughs> How much time do you think I have? <laughs> I'm I've done that a couple of times, break. especially yeah. like a, a little mini lasagna or something. Mm-hmm. Those things take forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I'll do is I'll just sneak in the kitchen like five minutes early, just throw uh, it in the microwave, and then go back to my desk for a couple minutes. And yeah. by the time I get back, it's ready. Smart man. Yep. Thinking ahead. Yeah. Plus, as little work I can do as possible. Life hacks by Sam. Yeah, because yeah, by the time you get back to your desk and you're like, I got five minutes oh, to go. Oh, gotta go borrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't start anything. <laughs> Better check my email again. <laughs> refresh, refresh. <laughs> and we're going to get refreshed right now by yeah. taking a little break. Everybody, eee! check your email. <laughs> Rock and or roll. And we are back. Hooray! Hooray! No. So we all just took some time to look at some samples of turquoise jewelry. I think we'll get some. I'm glad that you brought in over $1,000 worth of turquoise. This was all just a big ploy to try and sell turquoise jewelry. As soon as we saw that briefcase, we were like, ooh. There is no podcast, it's just (laughs) turquoise jewelry. Well, if diamonds come in briefcases, (laughs) I think. Turquoise probably comes in like messenger bags. Me- yeah, but but not just like canvas, like computer messenger bags, like tie-dyed satchels mm. or <laughs> well, like mean, a hemp bag. Yeah, yeah, a hemp bag. Or, I really yeah. like that you guys aren't traditional and just selling it. That you're actually just offering a timeshare for the turquoise jewelry. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, who wants to own a piece of jewelry all year long? You, you really only need it on special occasions. You get to wear this ring two weeks out of the year. Yeah. I like that. 
Has anybody ever done a timeshare or gone to the presentation? Or uh, We actually got a timeshare for a wedding gift and oh, used okay. it in Carlsbad, California. Oh, fun. Yeah. Do you still get to go or was it only a one-time thing? Uh, yeah, it was a one-time thing because it, it was my cousin's timeshare and she let us use one of their trips. Oh, okay. Uh, for the year or whatever because yeah. they get so many a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't yeah, it was that nice. bad though. I mean, we just had to pretty much tell them we weren't interested. Yeah, they left we, us alone. So. Yeah, we had to just keep telling them that we weren't interested. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was, was like, you're like, for our anniversary. Thanks. Tried to, tried to <laughs> yeah, I mean, follow the great, you along. The great oh. thing was was that the person that we stayed, you know, who got it for us, they already owned the timeshare. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. we weren't, you know, getting the timeshare in replacement of like actually listening to their. Oh, shtick. good. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad got tricked into buying a timeshare. Oh, he was really no. mad because they wouldn't let him leave the room, so he just felt like he was like constantly barraged until he signed the paperwork. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And yeah. then he had to hire a lawyer to get out of the contract. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you buy a timeshare? We did one time we went to one where like the final last-ditch offer that they gave us was we could buy X number of points that you had to use. So it was basically like owning it for a year. Basically, it was like ch- checking into a hotel yeah. <laughs> where you pay for a certain amount of time and then you can stay. But we got to stay at um, like any of their properties. So we ended, up, um, we ended up sitting on it until they were just about to expire. And then we had to go to Las Vegas and we stayed in this tiny little hotel that was like right behind the Flamingo and I think what's now the Hooters Casino. Oh, you're talking a, about the Tropicana? Over by the That's AGM. what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, because the Flamingo yes, was yeah. down by Imperial Palace. Okay. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know. Vegas has changed so much. I Yeah. I'm uh, Sometime, yeah, that might be my next topic is my skepticism about Vegas. But Yeah. Uh, they then, got rid of uh, Bali's. That's where mm-hmm. the steel girls with the butts were out? Where they had the butt statues? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Strip, <laughs> right? I don't remember that. Yeah. Bally's is the one with the big long tunnel, the light up tunnel. Yeah, they got rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's changed so much. Wait, like all the, the things that like I used to love strip about where they have the thing Vegas. Covered? Oh. Yeah. You're not talking yeah. about the old strip. No, 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 no. not okay. downtown. I'm not talking. About oh yeah, no, not the no, okay. like the Fremont Street tunnel. No. Oh, but okay. the, but okay. in front yeah, of Bally's there was this big long tunnel that you know like a human walk. Oh, okay. a people mover? Yeah, oh, sure, people sure. mover. Maybe I'm a human that, That's where Mike Tyson had his fight, right? Maybe not Maybe. that one. I don't know. I got married in Vegas. Oh, fun. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. We got remarried in Laughlin. Whoa. Oh, wow. Which is like old people Vegas. But yeah. I went with my mom and... You got married to your mom? That's no, I got married <laughs> I got married to my wife. Um, ironically. But we... Uh, we were like, my mom was like, oh, you should come up with us. And we were thinking, like, what in the world are we going to do in Laughlin? Let's get married. So we did. But technically, you had to actually go across the river back into Arizona. Mm. But <laughs> so I really just got married in Arizona again. Oh, wow. But it was very fun. When I was younger, I went to Laughlin with my family, and mm-hmm. we got to see a Doors and um, Led Zeppelin cover band. That oh, was a wow. very exciting time. Yeah, they was did like, both, or was there one band? There's both. Yeah, both of them played. Okay. 
two mm-hmm. bands. No, oh, there were two bands. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. I mean, because obviously, I'll never get to see. Well, I could probably see some of Led Zeppelin, I guess, but the Doors, obviously, since. Uh, I don't know how many of them are dead now, but I I think only Jim Morrison is dead. Because I think I thought Ray. I thought one of the other ones died. Was it? Because um, yeah. I what, like this was a couple of years ago, but I heard that they were going to tour with the lead singer from the Cult or something. <laughs> like I I don't know. Jeff's not up yeah. on his music. I'm not up on the Doors. Oh, the I don't know what's going, going on with the Doors. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Okay, the, yeah, the internet will answer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd love to go to like some of those types of concerts that I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. that you can't get anymore. Because um, I'm a huge like classic rock fan, and me too. I can't. I mean, even if I go to some of those concerts, they suck now. Like I went to Aerosmith when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and that was just a waste of money. I mean, they <laughs> they performed so poorly. I don't what, like them, but, they perform poorly like they were just like, like they're just calling them. it in oh, you know? yeah. one of the best concerts probably that I saw uh, is I got to see Paul Simon in concert and I went to it was oh, Cricket fun. Pavilion at the time I yeah, don't know what yeah. it is now but um, and one of the, the things that sucked the most about it though or also the best was that the, the lawn wasn't open so it was just the seating mm-hmm. um, so it was nice that it was a small concert and there wasn't a ton of people but it would have been that would have been a great concert to sit out in the uh, in the grass and oh yeah yeah you know just enjoy that. I was in high school. Oh, we well, have... you were right. Ray Ray Manzarek did die. Oh, he died in 2013. Okay, yes, yeah, so it was pretty recently. Then. Yeah. So there's yeah. only two, two of them left. left. Mm. Sad. Only the best ones, though, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, once Morrison the two, died, the that two that <laughs> the two that neither of us can name. <laughs> well, I mean, what uh, you know, what really made the door stand out? Their organ, right? They're the keyboarding, yeah. and then yeah. Jim's I, songwriting, and my uh, my Doors story goes like this: When I was high school age, maybe fifteen, sixteen. My dad had this stack of 45s in his bedroom that was probably a foot and a half tall. And I listened to everything at least once. Uh, He had a lot of Beatles, and I got really into those. And he had the single for um, People Are Strange. Mm -hmm. And I really, really liked that song. And it made me think that I might like The Doors. And then I heard pretty much anything else by them. And yeah, it's a weird, a weird spot in like, I don't know why. Well, I I, do, I could probably explain it, but it's always been like the one. I feel I feel like the doors are pretty polarizing though. Yeah. Like, either people really like them mm. or yeah, yeah. think that they were really terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty much, pretty strongly in the other, in the other camp. I I really don't say like I hate things anymore now that I'm not. 15 but that one's pretty close you hate the doors i think so okay when when i was younger i was like totally into we're not gonna take it that's twisted sister yeah yeah so i was like totally into that song and my grandma um like i used to (laughs) sing it all the time when i was visiting my grandma so she brought bought me the twisted sister cassette tape oh nice very scary cover she listened yeah she was scared about the cover and then so then she she took the time to listen to it and then decided that she wasn't going to give it to me <laughs> because it was too I wasn't old enough how long did she t- uh, oh, wait to tell you that though 
Was that that Christmas? She was like, I got you the Twisted Sister cassette. I don't think it was for a Christmas present. I think it was just random. I think she just... But she was like, I'm going to listen to this first. Yeah, and then for whatever reason decided to tell me that she bought it for me but wasn't allowing me to have it because of the content. My first, versus just not saying anything at all? Yeah. yeah. Why, why <laughs> just take it back. Yeah. Don't ever tell me you got it. Now I'll remember it forever. It's like, uh, yeah. And get me and, Tina and then Turner just, instead. If you, if you like, pause go, going by, by the, the story, she's like, no, I just heard that's terrible. <laughs> I kind of have uh, an opposite story to that, which uh, my mom loved uh, the Kid Rock, Sheryl Crow pictures. You know, I don't know. I, yeah. I'll put your picture away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she loved that and wanted to buy the album. And I'm like, Mom, you are not going to like Kid Rock. Don't <laughs> buy this. Yeah. I don't know if she ever actually did or not. So hopefully she just bought the single if she bought anything. Yeah. But I was like, Mom, that is not a fair representation of what that album is going to be. So yeah. please don't yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know your mom at all. But I feel like as a blanket statement for people in in most situations, I, I can say don't listen to Kid Rock. One of the first albums I ever owned was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. I was like ten adorable. years old. Yeah. And I think that 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 see that album was too mature for me. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it was just, it was just like an angry the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, it was just an angry woman. Yeah, this little ten-year-old impressionable boy getting all of his uh, angst from a ten-year-old from a from Alanis Morissette. Yeah. I remember getting my parents to get me Dire Straits, mm-hmm. money for nothing. Okay. Yeah, but the and I think I may have even told this story on the show before. Like the first tape when I had my own money and I went to the store and and got got it myself. The first two albums I bought were the B-52s and N.W.A. straight up. Okay. <laughs> Way different stuff. Yeah, wide yeah. range of taste. Yeah. 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 Was this before or after they started putting the labels on? Because N.W.A. would have been during labels, so would you have been able Probably. to, to um, get that or would you have had to have somebody buy it for you? I... I bought it. I was, I don't know. Just, okay. So either yeah. you were old enough then I, or it was pre, pre-Tipper Gore. I couldn't have been more than 15 yeah. at the oldest. <laughs> I think it's one of those times, because I've done this before, where you had like a lot of, or you had a lot of money when you went into the store. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'll get this one thing I know I like, and then I'll just spend the rest on things I think I'll like. Yeah. I've done that a bunch too. Oh yeah, certainly. Oh yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I really liked that. Frankie goes to Hollywood song relax sure like I not knowing what it's about like I had that tape and I played that in my parents car so many times and I wonder if they knew because the the chorus is relax don't do it when you want to come ejaculation oh. oh is that what that song's about yeah <laughs> yeah it's about no ejaculation it's... oh okay which i didn't learn until Wait, it years says later ejaculation in the no, song no no but yeah. just oh. you want to come and then oh. it has like this like synthy yeah. jizz sound that happens behind it so relax well, don't do it <laughs> when you want to come that's the best way to describe what something <laughs> what is I'm that i want to hear that song that's, now i want to know that impro- synthy jizz that's kind of what's Synths just naturally sound like they do. The <laughs> improv show was great. I really like the the synthy jizzy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, here improv oh, show. Yeah, well, music. A... You know, music. Uh... I feel like that could have been the name of a new romantic group <laughs> opening for Depeche Mode in 1983. It's synthy jizzy. Yeah. <laughs> 
to be honest with music, it's like before before gangster rap came around really uh-huh. even, you know, the, everything was innuendo and, you know, between the lines. You know, there wasn't yeah. really a lot of, uh, you know... I mean, you can certainly read into it if you. I don't know if that's enough, necessarily but. true. I think some of those songs in like the '50s and stuff like that. There were some songs that was like, uh, there was one song. It's like, and I guess this isn't necessarily an innuendo, but it's like, uh, have a drink, have a drive, go for a drive or something. And I'm yeah, like, I'm like, they're telling you to go. That's called summertime. That song, I, yeah. But yeah. but that yeah. lyric comes to mind. It's like now if they tell you to go drink and drive, then like, yeah. Well, the, the, part of their lyrics are too. If your daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If your daddy's poor, do whatever you feel. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can have a drink, have a drive, go out and do what makes you feel alive. I don't know. I don't remember how the rest of it is. But, but, but the thing is, though, is that they can, you know, back then they could talk away what that, what that means. You know what I mean? Because it's not... I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we can read into it and we can know what it, what it means, but they can tell a censor that it means the same yeah, thing. Yeah. If that makes sense? Yeah. No, it, it, yeah. it definitely does. Um, probably my favorite example of that, um, when I was in my early 20s, I... I worked in a in a warehouse, and they used to play one of the people who was in charge would always always play the oldies station. Yeah. And so this song came on from the fifties. That's pretty obscure now, but you may have heard it once or twice in your life. And it was called the Hand Jive, doing the Hand yeah. Jive all over town. Yeah. And for some reason, just that day, I thought, like, oh, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about masturbation. So I started laughing. And the the guy who was, was in charge of the radio was getting mad at me because he's like, that's not what they're talking about at all. And the more he f- argued with me about it, the funnier it was that <laughs> we were doing the hand jive. Because he had thought about it before. Yeah. I always love going back and watching movies or, or listening to songs that I haven't heard in years mm-hmm. or like since I was a kid because it always makes me realize that there was more to what was happening. Like I watched uh, the movie 9 to 5 recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I literally like, watched that last night. Yeah, oh, uh, and I remember, <laughs> uh, I remember loving it as like a kid, and as you know, it's a really weird movie. Yeah, but but then, so you remember the part where they're getting stoned in the yeah in yeah, the, in yeah. The living room and a murder their murderous yeah. fantasies. Yeah, you know, it's that's interesting because I um, I haven't watched it as recent as you, but I did see that scene like just within the last couple of years, and I do remember being like, man, I don't recall that ever happening yeah. when I, I was either. a child. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting when you. You're younger what you just you know what you can't understand you just yeah. you know like right. yeah i showed my son's ghostbusters probably five or six years ago completely forgetting that there's a scene where a ghost goes down on dan Aykroyd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa but again did even, this even that as a child i didn't know that that's what was happening i, I didn't either yeah. Yeah. i mean i remember that scene very vividly watching it as a child yeah, and just being like oh they're getting haunted in their sleep but yeah just to just to get back to nine to five like at the end, I was kind of like feeling sorry for the boss character because I felt like their response was a little—they uh, went a little overboard. <laughs> like they could have just quit. They could have talked to uh, HR. Like they, they held a movie. man captive. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. Speaking of like old movies not being as innocent as you thought, um, and I—I I don't know. Um, probably reaching everyone's tolerance for me talking about Laurel and Hardy, but. 
There was one I watched recently where um, they adopt a baby um, to save Ollie's marriage, um, and then the wife leaves anyway. So there's this great scene where like Stan's like, okay, well, I'll see you later. And he's like, you can't leave. I have this baby. You, you know, you, it was your idea for me to have this baby. And then Stan's like, well, but I have things to, I have my career. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. And so they end up, he ends up staying and helping him with the baby. But there's one scene where he's, the baby's crying and, and he's like, well, feed the baby. So he's holding the baby like he holds babies and he starts unbuttoning his shirt. And there's just these cutbacks to, uh, to Ollie's reaction of like, is he really doing this? He's like unbuttoning his shirt and then he reaches in like he's going to pull out a boob and he's got a bottle in there. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I was like, well, they're going to do a breastfeeding joke in 1932. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting too, like... Um, uh, with screwball comedies, you know, they don't really mm. necessarily exist anymore because the whole concept behind screwball comedies was that the comedic playfulness between the uh, the man, you know, the lead female and the lead male was mm-hmm. was the the sexual tension mm-hmm. that you know that they couldn't you know go you know because there was a certain point where they couldn't kiss for longer than two seconds or whatever. Oh yeah, um, in a movie uh, because of censorship. So that's kind of where the screwball kind of got got born out of um, because yeah if you try to identify and I think you can still find screwball comedies today but they're much harder to identify than what they used to be yeah you know, yeah, the, the goalposts the limits have changed or yeah you know. well there's so much uh, with like the sight gags now is, is I think where it's gone to so so much that it and it's the same thing with horror movies too I think it's like the, there's the, a lot of the old horror movies that you watch, you never actually saw anything, you know? And so it was kind of this oh, anticipation yeah. of, like, mm. it's just a dark room right. and this and that. And I think... The fear was more psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think one of the few movies that kind of freaked me out a little bit more um, of recent might have been, like, The the Others. Did you guys ever watch that mm. one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought that one... That one in, like... Um, Blair Witch Project. If you didn't know anything going into it and stuff too, like how that how that kind of panned out because it was like there was never anything you saw, uh, and and instead of like having these ghosts jump out of every second or whatever and blood streaming down the walls, it was kind of just this more like what's going on next, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty scary just to get lost. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even like movies with twists, you know, um, like. Like that whole experience will never be the as you know will never be the same as what it was when you know when we first saw Sixth Sense for the first time or uh-huh. Unusual Suspects or um, what was another big one that came out then like Memento even oh, yeah. you know oh yeah well now I, as my age I start trying to guess what's going to happen at the end like I yeah. always try to be like oh okay that's the clue I get it now kind of yeah, yeah I try to I don't always get it right but no but. So oftentimes it's like big and telegraphed and like okay yeah I can see what's gonna happen yeah yeah I was doing that with the Star Wars uh, the Force Awakens I was oh, just okay. trying to be like okay I can see what's gonna I was trying to or even just trying to predict what's gonna happen in the future or how yeah, it's gonna unfold yeah. kind of thing I think you've hit your Force Awakens talking limit oh okay <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> 
yeah. I haven't seen things, it yet. You did say you saw happen. it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Jeff, have you yeah. seen I have, it? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sam so and I haven't two. seen it. Yet. I wasn't gonna spoil it. I was just saying. Well, yeah, I, I knew tried you wouldn't. But I just thought I'd play He's it. He's his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> oh yes, he is. <laughs> well, I, I actually <laughs> tweeted about all the all the spoilers. Oh, there it is. All the people that are trying not to to see the spoilers. And my tweet was like, the movie itself is full of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 don't want it spoiled, don't go see the movie. Because they just come right out and they're just like, blatant as anything. Yeah. I did fake spoilers uh, on my Facebook. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, it was like, over drinking or drinking your whole life will cause liver disease. Just, you know, <laughs> just the idea that people will read it anyway, even though it's not true at all. Yeah. That it's not an actual spoiler from Star Wars. Uh, you know what doesn't spoil? Turquoise. Turquoise. <laughs> that's, no, that's true. That's true. That, that bluish green. You know what does? Uh, yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'll ever make a product that you eat that's turquoise colored? Or maybe that well, color isn't a pistachio appealing. pudding? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> what about well, fruit roll-ups and stuff? They have fruit roll-ups are usually primary colors. I think there's like greenish, bluish ones. They have a turquoise one? I don't know, but maybe. There is... Maybe not fruit roll-ups specifically, but like one of those by byproducts of them. Mm. I'm pretty sure there is gum that you can buy that yes. is shaped and looks like turquoise. <laughs> shaped. <laughs> yeah, you know, randomly yeah. shaped. You know, <laughs> kind of like a rock. Kind of it's like shaped, rocks. Shaped like a yeah, lump. You know? <laughs> I do like at the frozen yogurt place they have the little chocolate rocks. Those are really good. Chocolate rocks. I've never yeah. seen those. Yeah, they 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 look like like gravel, mm. but they're made of chocolate. Oh they're wow, pretty tasty. Yeah, they look like gray gravel. No, or they're like chocolate gravel. Like they're kind still of, brown. No, they're like blue and like green and kind of like oh different colors. Like aquarium yeah. gravel. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check that out next yeah. time. Next so, time I find myself yeah. at a frozen yogurt place, there, I know where there is one. We were just at Twirl. Yeah. And they had it, you know. Hmm? Do you ever have fish? You can get the gravel that you can put in the bottom of the, the bowl that, mm -hmm. that's turquoise. Mm -hmm. There you go. No, Aquarium rocks, yeah. 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 I had a fish, so the one from the fair one year. You know who used turquoise? A professional team, the Diamondbacks did for a long time. Yeah, they, they were. Did. They were purple they and turquoise. Oh, yeah. then they took that. I away. think it was silly for them to become. Was it turquoise or was it teal, or are they the same thing? Oh wow! Oh, I think it was teal actually. Yeah. What defines close, the difference? Yeah. I will fight you with my jalapeno hands. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Wait, is um, teal masculine or is turquoise? I don't know. But in your in your Hispanic culture, <laughs> doesn't respect its parents. <laughs> Maybe the German. Um, oh, there we go. Speaking of, oh, the, the teal's darker teal's and turquoise darker is darker. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> when that primary oh. color thing came up, it reminded me. I went to a conference one time where we had to, to make all these like posters and and things to. But they gave us a box of Mr. Sketch markers, which are like all the very bright primary colors. And I learned during a very boring part of the lecture that using those markers, I could do like very simple representations of the color schemes of most of the popular superheroes. Like Superman was just red and blue and yellow, and Aquaman was the orange and the green, and 
I got pretty deep before. Like, there's no turquoise superhero or mm. or burnt umber man or <laughs> burnt umber. <laughs> you don't need the if if all you want to do is color superheroes. You don't need the sixty four crayons. It's a waste of money. Parent the parenting tip. Parenting tip. <laughs> And uh, with that being said, I think uh, we've reached the end of our discussion about turquoise. I think we have it figured out. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Explored it thoroughly and definitively. If you guys have any uh, counterpoints, uh, (coughs) any listeners out there, I will fight you with my jalapeno. Okay. Yes. Or if you want to draw a picture of Jell with jalapenos for hands. I would love that, actually. Yeah, post that on our Facebook page. If you could do that, I would appreciate it. I would make it my uh, cover photo. (laughs) That's, yeah. That's what we need to do is ask for fan art every week. We'll usually like to wrap up with some some plugs. So we'll start uh, on the far end of the room from me. Sam, what do you have coming up? Um, the thing I want to plug now, I guess, and I hope that this will be out by then, would be the last book club show ever oh. uh, next or this coming Saturday. If you're not doing anything after Christmas and want to bring the family down, we're having a family-friendly uh, improvised book club show uh, where we're going to have Stacy Hanlon read some kids' books and we'll improvise. Um, it's a fundraiser for our um, uh, angels. Our Christmas angels, so oh. we bought some some gifts and stuff like that. Uh, so it's pay what you want, but uh, everything is a donation to that. And uh, we're gonna have blankets that'll be put out with uh, snacks and stuff like that. So come and dressed in your pajamas, bring a pillow and a blanket, whatever you want. Yeah, my daughter has asked me at least four times since Saturday, when is the improv show with the blankets on the floor? Because she oh. did last year. Oh, nice. And, uh, <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah. So she's super excited to see that. And bringing back a lot of uh, a lot of people who've been in the show before. Yeah, right? we're, uh, we, uh, we invited all of the original casts that's in town. There's a couple of them mm-hmm. that are no longer in town. But sure. um, I think everybody that was in the original cast will be there along with the current cast. Except for Ken Ferguson's the only one I haven't heard back from yet. So way to call him out. Yeah. Hey, you uh, know what? If, if you hear this, Ken Ferguson, we're looking for you. You're dead to me. <laughs> I want to call him out because I'd love to have him there. I know he's yeah, got a yeah. ways to drive from Cassie yeah. Grand, so I get yeah. it. But but I'd love to have him there. I'd love to have everybody uh, playing again. It'd be fun. Cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. How about so that's uh, at seven on Saturday. Sorry, I forgot the time. No, that's okay. And that is the twenty sixth of December. CC. Yes. Yep. And, uh, Jackie, what do you have? Uh, um, yeah, I have um, at 8 p.m. right after the book club, uh, I have the final show of the Jackson Reed run that's been going on all of December. It's 45 minutes of just Jackson Reed. Um, that's Stacy Hanlon and myself. And uh, uh, we've been doing some really fun things and creating some uh, super fun uh, and unique energy in our shows. So I welcome people to come check that out and experience that at 8 p.m. at the Torch Theater on Saturday, the 26th. Awesome. Awesome. And Chella, uh, where can people find out more about you or see you in person? Um, well, you might as well make a night of the torch because <laughs> that night at 10 p.m. there's a secret show going on with Muchuchu performing. Oh, uh, so we'd love to have you there. How secretive! 
Um, not very. Not very. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't release this after. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah. Way to go, Chell. Yeah. <laughs> now, pe- now people will come. I want to yeah. know what he's there. Sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> Cool. You don't have any stand-up shows in the meantime? Uh, I do not have any stand-up shows, but you can always see me uh, in three minutes on an L.A. open mic uh, questioning why I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. I think that's what uh, life is all about. Yes, it is. The the unexamined life is not worth living. Um, also, uh, if you're going to make a night at the Torch Theater, uh, <laughs> yeah, might there as well. is an hour in there that we haven't accounted for at 9 p.m., which most likely you'll catch me, Sam, and maybe even Chell uh, in the neighborhood at 9 p.m. So, yeah. That's right. Do you know who Come our mom just is? Willa Iago. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Iago? I don't know if I pronounced that right. Iago? 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 That's one of my, my big fears hosting this show is that I'm going to say somebody's name, name wrong. wrong? Yeah. yeah. I do hosting this Most, show. Mostly I don't mind getting any other facts wrong. Or, <laughs> right. Or, yeah. But, like like who, who, what's the name of those two other Doors members? Yeah. 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 <laughs> if they were right in front of you, you'd be really nervous, though. I looked it up. It's uh, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, Peter Hurst yeah. is dead. <laughs> he just wasn't in the doors. <laughs> so, uh, Rick, do you have anything to plug? Um, I have, uh, in addition to, I'll second Sam's plug of the book club show, because I will be in that. Um, in January, I will be um, doing um, my first stand-up appearance in like eight months. Oh, cool. Um, at... Uh, this day in history, so all of my jokes will be about January 14th. Cool. Um, or the Roman Empire, which is what I've done when I've done this show in the past, is mostly talked about the Roman Empire. Um, that's probably the uh, the big one. And Jeff? Um, I don't really have anything that exciting coming up, but um, just follow me on Twitter, at Cardello. Actually, you... Do, do I have, have something exciting? You do have a plug. What's my plug? On the 27th of January. Oh, on the 27th of January. You and I will be performing at the, the trunk space yes, as the secret goldfish for yes. Dino Props. So yeah, check cool. that out. January 27th. Come on out. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank happy you. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy thank holidays. you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of your internet. <laughs>